Welcome to the Girl Boss Project Podcast. My name is Holly Leonard, founder of Badass Girl Boss, and I am on a mission to help women break free from the endless loop of failure and restricted diets to win back their confidence and become a total badass. I have spent the last 15 years in the trenches coaching and mentoring thousands of women just like you to create amazing transformations. And I'm going to share with you all my secrets on mindset, nutrition, motivation, fat loss, and getting fit AF so that you know exactly what it takes to achieve your dream body. I hope you enjoy and let's get into today's episode. What is up, badass babe? Coach Holly coming at you, dropping another episode of the Girl Boss Project podcast. And on today's show, I'm going to be discussing why you need to run your own race, why comparing your chapter two to someone else's chapter 10 is setting you up for failure by creating a false expectation. So I want you to think of it like this that you and let's say your friend Betty decide that you you guys want to make a change you, you want to lose weight and you decide to start a program together and you know have each other for accountability partners because everything is better and easier with a friend right and and having that that extra support that extra accountability so you and Betty start out on said program seemingly doing all of the same things and Betty starts pulling ahead Betty starts sharing with you because after all, your accountability partners, you're in this together. You're supposed to be motivating each other and and challenging each other to to move forward towards your goals, right? That that's if that's not what you do with your accountability partner or your friend who you're tag teaming with to pursue your goals, you guys are doing it wrong, right? It's it's not to uh, commiserate and bitch about what you're doing. It's actually to uh, be a, a positive light and to elevate so that you guys can can pull forward so that when one person doesn't want to do what you guys know you need to do to get to the goals that you have that other person can be pulling them up that is how you structure a solid uh, accountability partnership so if you're in a partnership accountability wise you you and your friend sister mother are pursuing goals don't be that negative nancy because at the end of the day like nobody wants to hear it and it's your choice that you're choosing to pursue your goals. So don't bitch. Okay. Back to Betty, you and Betty. All right. You you guys are accountability partners. You're, you're in this together. You're leaning on each other and she starts sharing her, her wins, her success. And you, you, you're happy for her, but you're also frustrated and you're also pissed and you're getting disappointed because you're not seeing the same results yet. You're, you're doing the same things. Now, I could continue on in this story, but you know how it goes, okay? And I know how it goes because we've all been there before where we've been doing something with someone else and either we're getting the success and they're not or they're getting the success and we're not and it pisses us off. So I need you to understand you and Betty aren't the same person. You should only expect to get the same or equivalent results if you and Betty are identical. Chances are you're probably not. Do you and Betty weigh the same? Are you and Betty the same age? Do you and Betty have the exact same lifestyle? Do you have the same number of kids? Do you get up at the same time? Do you go to bed at the same time? Do you eat the same foods? Do you have the same level of stress? Do you do the same for a career? Do you have the same 
demands do you have? I could go on and on, but I think you understand. No, like literally there are no two humans on the planet that have all that criteria the same. Have you and Betty been dieting the same amount of time? Because newsflash, okay, it's not how hard you're working at the program that you're on. And that's where most women get this wrong. We, we think that if I work harder, if I follow the program to a T, if I do this, I will get results. Like it's like A plus B plus C equals D. That shit doesn't exist. Because when you start said program, okay, like for me, when my clients come into my coaching program, my 90 day coaching program, I know they're fucked. Their metabolism is screwed because they come to me. I'm like the last resort and I love it because one, I'm competitive and I like a challenge, but they have had so much previous failure that when we start to shift that, it's like, boom, like everything changes for them. And selfishly as a coach, I love that. However, just because my program works like freaking clockwork, everybody responds to that program and protocols and strategies differently because of their dieting history. And this is what most people never, ever, ever take into account. So Betty might have never done a diet. She might have never done the stupid shit that you have done. She may never have gone to, you know, a doctor led weight loss program and eaten 800 calories. FYI, that's complete bullshit and will ruin your metabolism in like freaking no time flat. So Betty may never have done those things, but you tried them all. You've done it all. You've done the doctor prescribed programs. You counted the points. You've eat the prepackaged, disgusting, you know, health food. You've done the cabbage soup diet. You've done, you've literally done it all. So you come into said program that you guys are doing together and Betty's metabolism is fine and yours is fucked. So you are not going to respond even if you led identical lifestyles. You had the same, same day in and day out. Everything was the same. You guys would not respond to that plan the same way. So that is one of the main reasons why sometimes, most often, the harder you try, the harder you implement, you are not able to overcome your dieting mess, your, your metabolic mess, your metabolic damage. So for me, when I get a client and I know that they've yo-yo dieted, I know they've tried all the shit, then we go into basically a reverse diet process and we focus on building metal and all this stuff, right? So the point is that you and Betty set out on a program and you start to compare your efforts, your progress against the results that she is getting. And although you might be actually implementing more, you might be more diligent, you might be doing the program better, you're not getting the same results. So by you comparing yourself to Betty because you think you should be getting the same results, you're causing yourself frustration. You're beating yourself up. You're like, well, why am I in? And then it's this whole cascading mental mind fuck. And then inevitably what happens is you get frustrated and you stop and you quit. So number one lesson is you cannot compare yourself. You must run your own race because you have no idea 
what anyone else has done before and what anyone else is truly doing. So if you want success long-term, which I know you do because you're continuing to show up and listen and watch the podcast, you want to break free of this back and forth yo-yo dieting. You want to end the restrictive lifestyle. You want to be able to eat the foods that you love. I know that. That's that. And if you don't, then this podcast probably isn't for you because that's literally what I'm going to talk about on every single freaking episode until the podcast dies, which isn't going to be for a long while. Okay. So you need to run your own race because at the end of the day, you are chasing your goals. The only thing that you can control, you can't control what the scale says. You can't control the rate of your results. The only thing that you can control is how you show up today and what you choose to implement. And you need to focus on only that. And if you take care of the day, if you take care of what you need to do, you'll win the day. And that sets off everything that you need in motion to ultimately get to the goals that you have. So you need to run your own race. Stop comparing your own yourself and your journey and your progress or lack thereof to Betty's freaking progress because you don't know what she's done before. You only know what you have done. Not everybody responds the same way. Also, you need to understand this, okay, in this game of comparison is to stop comparing your chapter two to someone's chapter 10 and, and feeling like shit because you're not where they're at. And this obviously transcends the, the weight loss journey, right? And, and there's a quote that I read a, a while back and it's, it's really, really true. And I never gave it much thought because I'm a, I'm a super competitive person. Like I literally like bleed competition. Like I love pushing myself. I love striving to be my best, whatever that is. It's not about winning or losing per se. Of course, working your ass off, trying your best and, and coming out with a win is awesome. Um, but there's great things with those losses too. But you, by comparing your chapter two to someone's chapter 10, set you up for failure because of this quote that I came across a little while back and really hit home with me and resonated. And that is comparison is the thief of all joy comparison is the thief of all joy. Social media is incredible these days. It's incredible for so many reasons. It allows people like myself trying to get this message out, trying to help influence and impact hundreds of thousands, if not millions of women over the course of my career is my goal. It allows me to do that on a bigger scale. But it also, on the flip side, inherently challenges the and and almost forces us sometimes to to compare where are we against this person where are we against the the instagram where are we it's like comparison is the thief of joy because and this this is my feeling on the freaking scale if that thing didn't exist if you didn't step on the scale if if you didn't know how much you weighed would that change how you thought about your results Yeah, it would. And by comparing and by judging against that scale, it's literally stealing your joy. It's stealing your happiness. Whereas if you focus on other things, which I've talked about, and I gave you a blueprint earlier this week of what to focus on, measurements, photos, the mirror, body fat, and and lots of different things, 
Comparison is the thief of joy. So your chapter two, at the beginning of your journey, and you're comparing yourself to at someone's chapter eight, chapter 10, chapter 12, like myself, for example, if I rewind 18 years ago, I had no freaking clue about what eating healthy or right or what well, I had no idea. I had no idea how to work out. All I knew was I stood in the pain of being fat. And I know some people don't use that word, um, but I don't have take a, a negative connotation with that personally. Like I think that we need to be truthful with ourselves and not have any positive or negative emotion. It just is what it is. And then we, we take action from there. So I stood in the pain of being fat, not being confident, not being happy. That was, that was my truth. That is what I knew. And then I set forth on learning how to eat right, logging my food. You know, we didn't have, or at least I didn't know it existed, my fitness pal or these electronic food trackers. It was old school in a notebook, literally writing down everything on the nutrition label. It was spending hours and hours and hours of researching and figuring out and, and taking action, forcing myself. I never got up early in the morning, forcing myself to get up early, to go to the gym, to, to implement the things that I was learning. I didn't have a freaking clue. Fast forward a couple of years because I fucked my metabolism from all the things I tell you not to do. I screwed it up, metabolic damage. I gained 80 pounds in less than one year. I was pushing almost 200 pounds, like 80 pounds in one year. And had to figure out, re-figure out this game in a smarter way, in a more sustainable way, in a way that made me healthy physically and mentally. Because I don't want, and I don't want for any of my clients, and I don't want for you, for you to get results, yet not be healthy and happy mentally. And, and feel guilty about what you're doing. And oh, if I don't keep this up and like all of this, right? Most, most people think it's an either or. It's not. You need to be physically and mentally well. And for me, I had to relearn that game. I had to relearn how to get the weight off without sacrifice. I had to learn how to get the weight off without restricting and being able to be social and have drinks and have pizza and burgers and fries, like all this stuff. I had to learn how to do that. And I went through my own up and down journey. So I know what it's like to be 80 pounds overweight. I know what it's like to struggle. I know what it's like to try all these bullshit plans and feel like shit and go through that process of getting out of it and retraining and thinking correctly and training day in and day out my, my mind to make sure that I never went down that path again, that I wasn't a slave to the scale, that I wasn't a slave to foods, that I could own my own journey and my own life and have healthy, correct thought patterns. And so that nutrition and fitness didn't run my life. And I didn't wake, open my eyes and, and think about it and stress about it. But that's the life I lived. But if you compare your chapter two to let's say me, right? You see me showing up and maybe you see photos I post on social media or maybe it's not me, maybe it's somebody else. But what you, you, you might be like, yeah, Holly, what do you know? I've actually had clients who didn't know my story 
say that the, one of the reasons that they actually wanted to work with me was because they were sick of doing programs or working with coaches that had no freaking clue what struggles they were dealing with and how it felt to, to be overweight and, and the, the challenges. And that was a big piece of them for deciding to work with me because I had done all that shit and I know what it's like and I can help them navigate. So if you're comparing your chapter two to my 10 where I've overcome all of that and now I'm leading and impacting women to not make those same mistakes, you're going to fuck yourself because you're going to think, oh, this is how it needs to be. And oh, she's not struggling. Oh, and it's like you, you missed chapter three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, all the shit, all the struggles that went in there. So you need to keep your head on your own journey and compare you to who you were last week. Because if you're in my world, if you're in any of my programs from my challenges to my paid programs, coaching programs, in my world, you need to be better than you were last week. 1% better. Like who you were last Friday, you should be a step ahead this Friday. And next Friday, you should be a step ahead of where you are today. And that is how you continue to go to chapter three and four and five and ultimately have the skills that you need, have the confidence that you need, have the strategies that you need so you never have to struggle, that you have overcome. But stop looking at other people and feeling like shit about your own progress. Compare chapter two to someone else's chapter two. And you know what's even better? Another criteria in my world is leveling up, right? Is, is helping each other level up. So if you're on chapter two and someone else is on chapter two, how can you be a beacon of light and positivity and push and challenge? Because, and I know I've said this before and I, I'll, at some point I'll, I'll stop saying it, but in a world of people pushing you down, figuratively, hopefully not literally, in a world of people pushing you down and, and, and not believing in you and, and you know not supporting your dreams, that feels like shit and nobody should do that. But if you're on chapter two and you know someone else is on chapter two, support the freak out of them. Support them. Challenge them to level up because that is more, frankly, of what we need. But that's where you should be focused, on your journey and on someone else's chapter two. That's it. Not someone's chapter 10. So stay in your own lane, focus on your own shit, be concerned with what you're doing and who you were last week, who you were yesterday, and ask yourself this one simple question. This, this literally will help center you on a daily basis. What can I do today to improve from yesterday? What can I do today to improve from yesterday? So if yesterday you drank 50 ounces of water, Fantastic. Drink 60 today. Like it's one thing, right? You can drink 10 more ounces of water. That's not that difficult. What can I do today to improve who I was yesterday? That is it. If you every single day ask yourself that question and do one little thing, you are going to look up and there's going to be three months, six months, 12 months behind you. And you're not even going to recognize who that woman was. And that's the game you need to play. And that's why you need to focus on your own shit, run your own race, stop comparing chapter two to chapter 10, focus on your own shit, wake up. What can I do today to improve? Everything will change. All right, girls, that is it. I am out. Podcast is over. Happy freaking Friday. I hope you have the most amazing, spectacular, fun-filled fall weekend. Peace out. 
Badass Babe, thank you so much for tuning in. If you are getting value from this podcast and you want to work closely with me and my team to help you crush your fat loss goals and achieve your dream body, what I want you to do is head on over to callwithcoachholly.com and just fill out a quick application. My mission is to help you achieve your dream body without any more failure, restrictive diets, endless hours of mind-numbing cardio, or bogus supplements. So head on over to callwithcoachholly.com Trolley.com and we'll have a quick chat to see if I can help you smash your fat loss goals.